Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book 3 The Smuggler's Gold by E.M. Clark. Read by Lexi. Chapter 8 The Moving Way. Nika and the sleuths made their way slowly up the sandy track, the chest of gold slung between them. It was tough going, and they were very hot and sweaty by the time they reached the cover of the trees, which formed a canopy over the hidden path. Once they were moving along the track, their progress was quicker, though roots and holes underfoot meant they had to tread carefully. Fortunately for Nika and Sam, who were carrying the chest of gold, they soon came across some mules. These sturdy, placid animals were the perfect vehicle for the treasure, and their strong legs meant they sure-footedly navigated their way across the uneven terrain. Don't talk anyone, Nika reminded them all in a whisper. Sound travels a long way at night. We've got a head start, but we don't want the pirates to hear us and figure out which way we've gone. The sleuths nodded. None of them wanted the pirates anywhere near them. By now, everyone was getting tired. It had been a long day, and the sun was setting. They focused on putting one foot in front of the other, steadily making their way towards the moving way, which would take them quickly to Sandopolis. Soon, there was no more sunlight. It was the moon which lit the track ahead, casting its pure white glow over everything. A wolf moon, thought Zelly, as the huge orb shone down. Suddenly, Nika stopped, and they all bumped into her. She held her hand up, warning them to be silent. I heard something, she breathed. They all listened, standing stock still in the moonlight. There it was, a shuffling sound. What was it? Just then, the moonlight fell on a creature with a long snout and an even longer tongue snuffling its way along the track towards them. They all breathed a sigh of relief. It's an anteater, said Zav with delight. You don't often see them. This is really cool. He's making short work of the ants, commented Milo, looking at the huge ants being hoovered up by the snuffling creature. The anteater was licking with his long, sticky tongue and picking up ants in vast numbers. What a relief he's not a pirate, said Sophie thankfully. Let's get on and leave him to his dinner. I could do with my dinner, said the ever-hungry Zav wistfully. Never mind, said Sam. We'll soon be back in Sandopolis. I'm looking forward to using the moving way, said Nika. We don't have anything like it in the Sugar Islands yet. It sounds fantastic. The moving way was a new transport system which connected all the towns in Sandlandia. It had been created by the twins' father, Professor Raoul Sinclair, who was a celebrated scientist and inventor. The Moving Way was a group of carriages which were solar-powered and ran on rails, meaning that people could travel across land much faster than by horse. It was so popular, the king was already making plans to extend it. The Moving Way follows the Coconut Coast down from Red Port, explained Sam. Then it cuts inland to Sandopolis. I've just thought, said Zav, slapping his hand to his head in alarm. The moving way doesn't run at night. We'll have to wait until morning before we can use it. 
The sleuths looked worried. You're right, Zav, said Sam. How could we have forgotten? That's at least a few hours away. Well, we don't have another plan, said Milo practically. The moving way is our only chance of getting the gold back to the king. We have to try. My concern is those pesky pirates, muttered Nika. If we have to wait until morning, it gives them a chance to figure out which way we've come and catch us up. She frowned deep in thought. Zelly, can I borrow Anna? Of course, said Zelly. I'll ask Darius, my first mate, to use the longboat as another diversion. If he can tempt the pirates towards him, they may not think we've gone overland. The challenger and the rest of my crew can stay by lookout point in case we need them quickly. The others nodded. Well, it's definitely worth a try, agreed Zav, though I'm not sure we can trick the pirates twice. Zelly spoke quietly to Anna, and the little parrot tweeted her understanding, zooming away into the night sky with the message for the challenger and its crew. A short time later, Nika and the sleuths finally reached the station, where the moving way waited for dawn and its first customers of the day. They let the mules loose once more, taking the chest of gold from them and giving the animals a friendly pat to show their appreciation. The sleek, gold-coloured carriages of the moving way sparkled in the moonlight as they sat down to wait for it to open. Only a few hours later, taking it in turns to doze, the sleuths were allowed to board with their precious cargo. As they left Redport behind and headed for the capital, the sleuths relaxed. What a 24 hours they had had! But Zelly looked worried again. I feel uneasy, she said when Zav asked her what was wrong. She kept glancing around nervously. Something isn't right. I'll send Demaria out to scout around, said Sophie, and her parrot immediately flew out into the morning sunlight. But only a few seconds later, Demaria reappeared. Mistress, the little bird cried in alarm. Danger ahead! The Black Cross gang have blocked the moving way! The sleuths went cold at this news. No! cried Sophie, and Nika put her hand to the sword at her belt. They have blocked the track! There are many of them waiting ahead! Demaria continued. Only one track of the moving way exists! It's impossible to get past them. Thanks for listening. Join us next episode for Chapter 9, Away with the Gold. See you next time.